Now, you all know tonight will be your first Halloween. Yeah! And we've been preparing for this glorious night all year. A night of mischief. A night of mayhem. A night of total terror. Good evening, Grumble Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Hey, blowholes. It's Melissa. <laughs> and this is episode 177. Uh, it's We're deep into uh, Podtober at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we're wasting uh, <laughs> We're talking uh, Our Real Monsters, The Switching Hour. Yeah, it is our first Ah Real Monsters episode in 160 episodes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think our last one was episode 17, and that was Crumb's Pimple. Oh, yeah. And, oh. Uh, That's good. Oh, yeah, that was a good episode. Um, so I think we're way overdue on Ah Real Monsters. And uh, I think it's fair to say that this might be our most memorable episode ever. Sound that air horn. I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm just, just trying to get people pumped up for our real monsters. <laughs> it is a memorable episode, isn't it? It's the first one, right? Yeah, the very first one. Well, there was a pilot, I guess, but I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. It might be on the DVDs. Oh. I think it. I think that was unaired, though. Like, I think. Yeah. It, yeah. I think this was a, the first official to air. Um, in fact, we, you know, I think the only mention of this episode really came on um, when we looked at our favorite pilots. Yeah. Um, I, this was number five on my list uh, for favorite pilots. And I don't think it, it didn't crack your list. It might have been a close call, I think, for you. Um, but It was toward, uh, it was definitely, I was looking over my ratings for uh, pilots because of this okay. and, um, yeah. it was toward the top of the list I think okay okay yeah I mean I, I think uh, I think it's an interesting episode for a whole bunch of reasons it's Halloween it's the first of the entire series it's a full length episode rather than parts um, and I think it's just kind of legitimately like a rare very very good um, opening episode but you know i'm just trying to hype it up here because i feel like for whatever reason our real monsters just doesn't have that kind of like feverish fan base that you know some of the shows we talk about have and i and i kind and i kind of wish people were maybe more open to it (laughs) it definitely deserves more credit um you know it's a really interesting concept um tons of really cool like artwork throughout the episodes uh yeah, it's it's just a really interesting series that I think you're right. It just doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Did you watch this, uh, Melissa? Yeah. Well, this episode in particular, I remember. Hmm. Like this, this one I know real well. But there aren't many other ones that I, I just remember off the top of my head. So I'm probably one of those people. It's just not a big fan of the show, but. When I watched this episode, I mean, I really remember enjoying it a lot, and I still do. Gotta give it a chance, I guess. Watch a little more. I don't know if I'm wrong in saying, did this air as part of like a Nick or Treat? Um, Because I feel like I really remember commercials where it was connected to that. It may have. I don't specifically remember. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not it's not Snick. Um, this this episode airs on Saturday, October 29th, nineteen ninety four, but it airs at eleven a.m. Um, so, kind of wow. kind of a strange airing time to like launch a series. I mean, I guess I, no, I guess not. Right, kids, Saturday morning, eleven a.m. I think I was always in front of the television at eleven on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It does seem a little yeah. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like a perfect episode to throw on late at night, like right before Are You Afraid of the Dark or, yeah. uh, you know, just a spooky concept for a show anyways. 
Um, but uh, like I said, this is going to be our most memorable episode of Big, Big Orange Couch, so make sure you don't go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> do you? I, I was thinking, you know, I love the characters on Our Real Monsters. Do you guys have a favorite monster? Uh, yeah, I think mine's always kind of been Crumb. Yeah, you had you have a crumb. Do you yeah. still have that crumb figurine? Yeah, I got it. It's yeah. just a one of those uh, like action figures or whatever. But if you what squeeze crumb? it, his eyes come out, right? Like out of his hands. You can like pull them out and they stretch, and then like oh, cool. snap yeah. back or whatever. Yeah, cool. Why is it? Why is crumb your favorite? Uh, I don't know. He's just such an interesting design. Yeah. Um, yes, he's yes. cool again. Just so weird. What about you, Melissa? I always thought Oblina. What well, I mean, maybe because I was a girl, but also, I mean, I'm still a girl. But um, <laughs> I just thought she was so like she just handled everything so well. She was always so cool, and she she never freaked out about a lot of things. I don't know. She just always seemed to have it together. Like yeah, yeah, I liked her. Super witty too. Like she's really quick witted. Uh... Yeah, she's definitely like the smartest of the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, <clears throat> I think probably my favorite is the Gromble, but uh, really, yeah, he's just like he he. Every time he's on screen, he just injects energy. Like he's yeah. to me, like if he's on the screen, something kind of interesting or fun is happening. Um, so I always like when you know we're in class. Um, but of the three, I, you know, this works out kind of perfectly because of the three, I, I would say Ickis is my favorite. Um, oh, yeah. Well, we just, just got our Halloween costumes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, who would who would Max be? Um, yeah, he could be the Gramble. Yeah, yeah. Max Max would make a good Gramble. I think so. Get some high heels on. <laughs> yeah, he'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that um, grumble. I just—he's so angry. I think something about him just bothers me. Like he's always uh, angry, and he always talks like this when he's about to freak out. Like summon, <laughs> he's, like, he's about to blow up. But he does have a soft spot, you know. Um, you a little. So? Bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Like he always goes back on it, though. Even when he, uh, you know, gives them a break. Yeah, that's true. He's kind of unrelenting. Um, yeah. Well, of the three, I'll say Ickis. And I think Ickis is like, you know, uh, he's a pretty like happy and uh, chipper character. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's like the every <laughs> monster. Yeah, that's ex- <laughs> exactly right. Ickis is the every monster. I like him and he's very relatable. Like he doesn't get like he gets scared of things too, like Crumb and Alina yeah. don't seem to get scared of stuff or like I don't know. They seem pretty relaxed, so I like that. It guesses kind of the wild card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as we see in this episode for sure. Right. I mean, if you know, as the pilot or as the like series premiere here, you know, you might take away that Ickis is going to be the central focus. Yeah, he definitely seems like the main. Yeah character yeah um well uh as i as i mentioned this aired on uh, just two days prior to halloween october 29th 1994 uh it is season one episode one of our real monsters that's ah uh, with three a's two h's and three exclamation points um always an interesting choice i thought yeah very interesting mm-hmm. um, don't know if it paid crazy. off yeah <laughs> maybe I, more I people would remember. like it if it was easier to spell <laughs> Um, but uh, we've already talked about October of 1994 I think we've talked about October of every year Um, Mm. so uh, should we not delay in getting into the most exciting conversation in Big Orange Couch history yeah let's do it let's do it (laughs) Ah, air horn So a jack-o'-lantern lights up on the front porch of a human house and a young boy, Nicky, steps out carrying the trash. Um, I love this uh, intro with the jack-o'-lantern. It's like Rugrats-esque, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. A lo- I mean, a lot about Aerial Monsters feels... It feels like somewhere bred between Rugrats and Duckman. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's a good couple. 
Um, he opens the can to find a small monster eating out, out of the trash, and he runs away screaming. Ah! Open up quick! There's a monster out here! Nikki, can you say bunny rabbit? I, don't, I, I just don't know if Ickus looks like a bunny rabbit. I like um, the remind me of E.T., kind of. When nobody, <laughs> nobody believed him when he saw it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think he looks... I mean, he has, like, bunny ears. Like, if you just oh. saw the shape of the ears. He, I guess so. I, it, it, you know, it just seems like Nikki's family in general is not very observant. Um, yeah, I guess. As we'll find out. <laughs> the humans in general, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. that's right. I thought so. Uh, meanwhile, over at the city dump, buried under an old washing machine, the students at the Monster Academy are getting prepared for their first Halloween. I can't wait for Halloween. I'm going to scare those kids so bad they'll never sleep again. Ha! You couldn't scare your own shadow. Satisfied. <laughs> Humans, go figure. The teacher, the Grumble, has been preparing them for this night all year, but due to poor midterm results, he orders them not to leave their rooms during the holiday. I'm glad you find this so amusing. Perhaps you and your classmates can enjoy a real laugh riot while you're sitting in your rooms tonight! But your grumbleness, it's Halloween! <gasps> what? You think you deserve to go out on Halloween? Looking for a yes? Wrong! Silence! I have spoken. I just uh, love this, like, intro. Um, like, the camera moving into the washing machine and down into the school and then, like, panning past a bunch of the monsters um, practicing their scare techniques. Uh, yeah. It's just mm. a really great intro. It's Yeah, it's kind of, like, borderline, like, cinematic uh, yeah, like the way it's shot. Yeah, um, it really sets up the world. It's it's just yes. a good first episode to yeah. give you the layout of of their life and what they do and where they live. Yeah, yeah and I I almost like take it for granted now, I guess. But just the idea that they live under the dump uh, is really interesting and great. Yeah, and, and though like though the dryer as kind of just like this symbol of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're entering their world is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, the Snorch and Zimbo will be, will subject anyone who sneaks out to one of three horrible punishments. I'll handle the discipline with one of three choices. Something bad, something really bad. Or you don't want to know. After all, why should he have all the fun? Back in the human world, Nikki's costume looks just like Ickes as he gets ready to go trick-or-treating with Jake and his friends. Meanwhile, Ickes is worried about sneaking out as the monsters from the academy plan their escape. He reluctantly... Wait, can we, can yeah. we back up for a sec? Sure. You mentioned the three punishments. Do we see the doors at this point? Yeah. They pan um, across them. Yeah, there's three Briefly. doors. Two two look really scary, and one looks like a almost like a doll. Like yeah, I don't I don't know, like a fairy tale house, like a playhouse or something. Yeah, yeah. I I just I'm such a big fan uh, in any kind of like media of the what's behind the door concept. Yeah, I don't know why I always just I think it's so effective. Uh, yeah. And uh, I agree. and this is also great. Um, the like imagery of it, you know, these first two terrible um, punishment looking things. And then this third, like to humans, uh, just nothing type thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, just a cool. I don't think. Also uh, that the house is like pink inside this uh, kind of like drab monster world. Um, it just <laughs> yeah. looks really good. Yeah. Really cool. Meanwhile, Ickes is worried about sneaking out as the monsters from the Academy plan their escape. He reluctantly follows Oblina and Crumb to the surface, and after knocking out the Snorch with an old toilet, they enter the human world. 
They jump out at a couple trick-or-treaters on the sidewalk, but the kids mistake the monsters for humans in costumes. A scratch and sniff costume. Whoa, that's nasty. Hey, Transformer, where'd you get your costume? Look at those ears. What are you doing to rain? <laughs> well, see you around. Here, this lady's only giving out pennies. They thought we were humans in costume. How humiliating. Um, at first, the monsters are humiliated that they couldn't even scare a couple kids, but when they taste the copper candies the kids gave them, they decide to try <laughs> their luck trick-or-treating. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love that uh, everybody already thinks they're, um, you know, just trick-or-treaters. And, yeah. and, they're frustra- and they're frustration with this, that they're not being taken seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, just the idea of like the kids, um, I don't know, them fitting into this kid's world so easily is just kind of cool. Yeah. What did those kids say again? Pick your meat. I think it was prick your feet. I definitely heard meat. No, no, that makes no sense. Prick your meat. Prick your feet, I understand. You know, prick your feet. <laughs> but pick um, your meat? The people in the first house the monsters visit are fooled into giving them more candy. But when they try to repeat their success, they learn they can't go to the same house more than once. <laughs> hey, this is good, too. <laughs> Especially the outside. Let's get some more. Prick your feet! Not responsible. Undersized. Prick your feet! Hey, it was cute the first time, but don't push your luck. It's a great, it's a, it's like kind of a great joke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just try this one again. (laughs) That's another one though that I thought, I mean, I'm definitely reading into it too much, but like Oblina, you think that that's a kid in a costume? She's like a snake or she's, I don't know. No, I, yeah, it's pretty baffling. Um, I guess I. I guess it's where the, a lot of the humor comes from now that I'm thinking about it, but uh, yeah. yeah, pretty baffling. Yeah, just so it, that it's like so hard for the humans to tell. They're it's like <laughs> the humans are you know so dumb they can't even figure <laughs> right. it out. Um, so the monsters move on, and at the next house, a kid invites them inside for a party. They play a game passing around food body parts when Crumb passes around his real eyeballs. And everyone runs off screen. We pass around the grossest thing we can think of. And I'll go first. The belly fat of a decaying mongoose. I've had better. The petrified booger of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Wow. Still chewy after all those years. Hey, I got one. My very own eyes. Have a ball. <laughs> What's going on in here? What? They're just eyeballs. I love that. That crumb was eating everything. That yeah. was passing around. That was really funny. Yeah, and uh, I always like the use of this. I don't think I've ever done it in real life, but this, like game of feeling the foods and acting like they're uh, witch hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys ever done that before? Like as kids? No. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't, I, not that I recall. Hmm. Oh, we do remember going to the library once when we were oh. in- yeah. Were you there, Andrew? I think you were there. It was and like a Goosebumps thing or something? Yeah, it was a Goosebumps thing at the library. <laughs> passed out these, it was like fruit punch with gummy worms in it, but she told everybody uh. that they were real worms or something. <laughs> but I was very young that I was kind of freaked out, and I didn't know if I wanted to drink it. It really <laughs> bothered me, but then I think one of your friends threw the whole thing, and the librarian was pretty pissed. Uh, I just, I remember this happening, but I don't remember like all the details of it. That's crazy that, um, you were, was this, was this at our local us. library? Cause this, fe- this yeah. sounds familiar to me. Kind yeah, of. It was by you where you guys lived. Yeah. You been there, Joey? I mean, a goosebumps event at my local library. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could have stopped me from going. <laughs> I, was, I was probably 
probably like seven or eight at the time, so I don't remember everyone who was there. Yeah, sounds pretty spooky. Sounds like they really brought their A game. They did a really good job. Yeah, I <laughs> remember having a fun time. I don't... Yeah. Dang, I wish I was it like really decked out. I remember it, but you know, at the time, I thought it was. I. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as an adult yeah. looking back if it was but I remember thinking like this is quite the event like they had all sorts of stuff like that yeah that was fun into the books yeah yeah um, yeah the li- I miss the days of the library kind of um, mm-hmm. I haven't been there in a long time um, as soon as the kids get outside, they're attacked with eggs and TP <laughs> by Jason. That was just such a sudden transition. <laughs> just the I miss a library right into our real monsters. <laughs> I did that. Like, <laughs> well, I you guys weren't saying anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll do better. This is the most exciting episode ever. <laughs> I was feeling your pain. Yeah, yeah, I, I I know. I feel like we all like sunk in a like a a pit of like nostalgia of like yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to our real monsters. As soon as the kids get outside, they're attacked with eggs and TP by Jake and his friends. And in the confusion, Ickis and Nikki accidentally switch places. Ickis, come on! Hey, it's Nikki. You're supposed to stay back. Jake's gonna kill you when he sees you here. Hey, how'd you beat us here? Uh, those kids were vicious. I have half a mind to go back there and give them some of this. Now you've done it. I guess there's only one thing to do now. Eat more? (laughs) Carry him back, genius. We can't leave him out here. Ickes ends up back at the party, impressing the kids with his dance moves, while Crum and Oblina <laughs> carry Nikki back to the dump. Ickes is just killing it here at this party. Yeah, immediately fits in. With the kids. Yeah. Um, when the monsters discover the mix-up, they try to take Nikki back to the human world, but the Gromble catches them and forces them back inside. Later, during class, Nikki almost gets caught when the memory of his last scare is projected but the Grumble actually buys it. Master Ickes. With all due respect, sir, you don't want Ickes. Oh, and why not? Well, to be honest, Ickes hasn't been acting like himself. Lately, he's been just a time. Splendid, Ickes. Good hang time. Go ahead. Eat it. He's trying to cut down. Um, and we we didn't mention this, but this whole pro, like projecting their scares thing yeah. is just a weird, interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, v- very very cool. Um, and uh, is this so? I I mean, I love the whole dynamic here. Nikki's in this monster world. He's super scared. Um, which feels just kind of right. Like even though everybody thinks he's a monster, like you can tell he's just kind of he's almost like digging into Oblina and Crumb like as his safety blanket, you know what I mean? It's yeah. super cute. Is this also where he um scratches his nails and like really delights Gromble or is that still coming? This is this is that, I think. Okay. Okay. I love that moment. Yeah, it's very good. Um winning over the Gromble kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> like all these idiot monsters can't do it. <laughs> But the, this kid on his first shot is just nailed. Yeah. <laughs> what makes mo- monsters tick? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Ickes wakes up in the human world, and when his family complains about his costume, he comes up with a human disguise. Um, he ends up like wrapping a head or a uh, hat over his head backwards, like, but it covers most of his face. Yeah, um, and like baggy clothes. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, the way this looks. And where do you think you're going? Now you sit down and eat your breakfast. In case you didn't know, Halloween is over, Bonehead. Ow! Mom, Bonehead won't take off his stupid costume. Jake, stop picking on your brother. Sorry, kiddo. No breakfast till you put on some real clothes. You gotta have breakfast. It's the most yeah. important thing. Uh, this whole day. thing I love. Like, just the idea of Ickes dressing up as a human and, like, passing 
in the human world. Um, yeah. It's just kind of a funny whole episode. Just, it would be a great live action movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys, you know what? Speaking of um, monster movies and the library, one movie I always used to rent <laughs> was um, Little Mo- Little Monsters. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Little Monsters. That is like, I think, a really fun, underrated movie. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Back at the dump, Nikki is learning to fit in by performing with the band. While at school, Ickes tells the class about his real home and winds up in detention. Now, class, yesterday we learned all about Wanda Frimler's penthouse condo with sweeping river views and wraparound terrace. Today, Nikki will tell us all about his house. Nikki? My house? Um, well, let's see. It's, uh, it's got the best trash you'll ever find. Um, there's enough maggots and, and broken car parts and, and chicken bones to feed a family for weeks. I live in a filthy, disgusting dump. I think you know where you're going, young man. Oh, no, not the trash compactor. <laughs> yeah, I love this uh, little presentation he gives where, like, he's super reluctant. <laughs> and then uh, he just, like, gets very, like, he almost, like, wax poetic about the dump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she thinks he's being a smart aleck, but uh, he's just, you know, telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, and then detention I... is fun here. Yeah, it is good. Um... Yeah, I mean, I just, like, uh, the, you could tell Ickes is just getting sick of playing, like, the human routine here. I love the, like, all right, I'll just prove I'm bad by, like, biting into your desk. (laughs) What are you in for? Disrupting class. (laughs) Disrupting class. The little wimp disrupted class. Like this. Like this. More like this. Uh, That afternoon, Jake picks on Ickes until the monster finally loses control and sends the boy diving under his bed. Soon, Crum and Oblina show up at the house, and they help Ickes make his escape while returning Nikki to a terrified big brother who's now afraid of a bunny rabbit. Now remember, don't tell anyone where you've been. No one would believe me if I did. Are you okay? I'm better than okay. I'm bad! I'm I'm bad! I'm bad! I'm dead! Oh, Jakey, can you say bunny rabbit? Mommy! <laughs> I do love, I do love that Ickes is like, had a, officially had enough and his like, he's just thinking like, I'll just flush myself down the toilet yeah. to see if this works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that whole idea is great. Another really weird, great idea that they can just flush themselves back to the world they live in. Yeah. Um, when the monsters get back to the academy, Ickes is sure the Gromble will never discover that they snuck out <laughs> until the teacher reveals that he has a secret informant. Yeah, he <laughs> he has a secret informant, but um, and he reveals that he knows who stunk out. And I do love that he starts with that, like he's pleased that someone broke the rules, right? Like, yes, this is yeah. a monster world. Uh, so even though I said don't, it's Halloween. So you should have. Yeah. They'll never be able to pin this on us. And with the aid of a rusty tweezer and a garden weasel, I made four eyes here squeal like a stuck pig. We're doomed. Oblina, Crumb, and Ickes, would you please stand up? Class, I want you all to take a good look at these three. Take a good, long look, for they are the future leaders of tomorrow. <laughs> I told you to not to sweat it. Unlike the rest of you slobbering panty wastes, these students acted like real monsters. They went out on Halloween. Um, just kind of that double-edged sword, which is classic with the Gromble. Classic Gromble. <laughs> classic Gromble. We need a cl- like a classic Gromble sting. <laughs> classic Gromble. <laughs> so we can use it again yeah. in 160 episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Together, him saying it himself. I mean, I'm sure he said said his own name at some point. Hmm. Does the Gromble ever say his own name? 
does he have a uh, like catchphrase that he always says? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I mean, he has like a he has like a pattern of talking that almost feels like yeah. his own thing, but I can't think of a catchphrase. Yeah. Well, uh, since the however, since the monsters disobeyed him, he's still going to punish them. And when Ickis asks to be reminded of what door number three holds. The camera glides through the pink playhouse, and there's a blood-curling scream. Yeah. Mm, what's behind door number three again? Reintroducing those doors. Love it. Yeah, it's and, great. And, then and the, it, uh, just the way the camera moves again. Um, mm-hmm. Really cool in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Um... And I, I love just kind of the little trick of like uh, the third door is like don't even ask or whatever. Don't. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Ickes has made the mistake, right? Like he's he's asked what's behind the door. And so that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, I just looked up the grumble. Uh, he definitely has a catchphrase, uh, which is oh. this better be good. Oh, no. OK. No. No. You don't think so? That's <laughs> yeah, OK. I guess I, I don't specifically remember it, even as you're saying it, though. You know, he said it very menacingly, like this. I can't do it. Yeah, this I can imagine word. it. But I... <laughs> uh, I love, man, I love these like little wiki pages. The Gromble is the initial main antagonist, later anti-hero of the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I don't know if that's true, but. uh also other things i love about this page do you guys want to hear a little bit about it yeah uh he you you want to guess how old the gromble is Hmm. 133 64 he is 300 plus years oh 300 plus yeah they're not sure (laughs) how old he is exactly He's at least 300. Uh, his friends are, I love this, Ickis in parentheses sometimes, Crumb parentheses sometimes, Oblina, no qualification, and Plastug, close friend. <laughs> I don't even know which monster that is. <laughs> he also has enemies, including Taffy, Gang, and Simon. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Taffy, Gang? Taffy, comma, gang, comma, Simon. Uh, okay. Right. Oh, wait. No, you're right. Taffy gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Taffy gang, the trio of monsters, are, are no- notorious robbers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a deep, uh, what, what do you call it? Like a rabbit hole, I mean. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that wraps up the episode. Uh, I, I think it's a true delight. I, like I think yeah, it flies it by. Really fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, again like love these episodes that um, have trick or treating and like being out in the neighborhood at night. Um, right. Yeah, just feels really, I don't know, fun or something. I feel like everybody does it differently too. Like, yeah, just I don't know. I enjoy seeing different people's takes on it, like the sounds or the way the neighborhood looks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, and I love um, when you get to see some of the neighbors of these characters. Um, yeah, that you might not normally see. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just really cool. Um, yeah. So, do you guys want to look at some of the stuff that goes into this? Oh, heck it. yeah! <laughs> 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 Hi. This is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Um, so I took a look at uh, some of the actors in this episode. Um, Crumb was played by David Eccles. Uh, he's also done voices for the Wild Thornberries, Rugrats, as Reptar. Um, and he was the sound editor on Rugrats, Wild Thornberries, Rocko's Modern Life, Duckman, and Master of Disguise. Wow. The, Wait, so the uh, guy who does Crumb is a sound editor? Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
finally had his moment in the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's great here. The voice is really good. It is. Uh, yeah, I love it. Um, I, I kind of love when these, like, uh, some of these people overlap from, like, behind the scenes to um, some of the other work, you know? Yeah. Um, I also took a look at the Grumble. Uh, he's played by Greg Berger. He's also done voices on Hey Arnold, Angry Beavers, Wild Thornberries, Rocket Power, Duckman, Life with Louie, Garfield and Friends, and he's appeared on Frasier and Wings. Ah, that's a very good resume. Yeah, he's one of those people <laughs> that has a ton of credits. Yeah, top notch. Um, and finally, Jake, who is played by Andrew Leeds. Uh, he also appeared in Major Pain, Veep, It's Always Sunny, and Barry most recently. Huh. Huh. He's an actor in Barry? Yeah. That's interesting. That's a great show. Yeah, it is very good. Um, and I, I love, you know, to see some of these people that are still doing stuff now that yeah. we're working on these shows. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I looked at the production side of things. This episode was written by Gabor Chupo, uh, who created Our Real Monsters. Um he uh, is the executive. He was an executive producer uh, on The Simpsons from 1991 to 1992, which I thought was kind of interesting. So yeah. I wonder if The Simpsons maybe led directly into like you know him getting his own, yeah. own thing. Probably. Um, uh, besides creating Our Real Monsters, he was a writer on Rocket Power, as told by Ginger, um, Duckman. I, there's there's a whole lot of crossover between Our Real Monsters and Duckman. Yeah. Um, Rugrats, All Grown Up, and Wild Thornberries. Um, so hmm. he, uh, he was kind of a big-time Nick 90s animation guy. Um, what, do you, what do you think about that? Like, where do you think Our Real Monsters stands? Do you think it's better than, like, Rocket Power, Ginger, Thornberries, or do you think it's kind of at the level of those shows? Um, I think it's the best of those ones that you just mentioned. Okay. Um, like, watchable or like artistically hmm well I, no, I guess watchable thornberries you'd rather watch wild thornberries yeah hmm. I mean I hmm. love this episode but if I had if I had to have a DVD for the rest of my life and I just that's all I had to watch and I had to choose Ariel monsters for wild <laughs> thornberries I'd choose the wild thornberries Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is really it, illuminating. That's how I it, think. Like, <laughs> I had to choose two to watch forever. Um, I'm, I'm semi-convinced that we talked about uh, the other writer on this episode, um, but I can't remember at this point. So uh, his name is Peter Gaffney. Uh, he worked with Michael Jackson uh, early in his career on a short called From Motown to Your Town. Uh, he worked on Married with Children, as a writer. Uh, the reason I think we probably talked about him is he wrote the episode of Clarissa Explains It All, Cool Dad. Um, uh, he was a writer on... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a writer on Rugrats, Beavis and Butthead, Daria, Recess, and The Simpsons. So, hmm. uh, Jack of all trades. Cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, any trivia? I got a couple things. Um... This story, it just struck me as like sort of similar to the Prince and the Popper formula. Yeah. You know, like they get switched. Um, I just noted that. Oh, spoilers. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this uh, also was the only episode of Odd Real Monsters to make it into the top 100 greatest moments in Nicktoon history. Uh, at number 53. <laughs> number 53. <laughs> I looked at that list. Like, who made yeah. that list? Yeah. Probably some interns at Nickelodeon. I'm guessing. Huh. Well, I remember um, when they were showing these moments on, um, like, during some sort of run on maybe Teen Nick or one of the other Nickelodeon channels. Oh, they had okay. something like this going on. Gotcha. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, also, I just wanted to note that uh, did you guys recognize the scream in the introduction of this show? No. Is it that like famous? Um, I forget what it's called. 
Yeah, it's known as the Howie Scream. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Amidst other names, but um, very familiar scream. Uh, and it, I think it really like works here, but yeah. um, like other times when you hear it, it's really ridiculous. <laughs> like if it's coming out of somebody's mouth, it's cr- kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, the only stuff I found was uh, that uh, the scene in which Ickes dances at the Halloween party it was uh, featured uh, heavily in the Nicktoons commercial advertising for uh, Rugrats, Rocco's Modern uh, Life, and Not Real yeah. Monsters, um, which seems to happen a lot, right? Like they just pull something from the pilot, and that's yeah. the clip you see yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and also that uh, this episode was released on VHS uh, on a tape called Monsters Night Out. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, observations? Uh, did you notice what the monsters heard the humans do on Halloween? Like, before they actually go out? Um, um, oh, yeah. They throw rotten eggs? Is that it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, they're real distraught about wasting the rotten eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, uh, you know, there's the three doors. Um did you guys catch what the like the phrasing is for each door? Hmm. Bad, really bad, and you don't want to know, right? Yeah, yeah, something bad, something really bad, you don't want to know. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Did you catch what the midterm test was that the monsters failed? That the grumble like <laughs> yells at them about? No. Uh, they couldn't scare the pants off an eight-year-old. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> or one of them did, I guess. They had one pair of pants between all of them. Yeah. Uh, like, what did they do for the eight-year-old? They like, they showed them pink flower pants or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Um, what did uh, Gromble ruin before Halloween, according to Ickis? Hmm. There was like another big, um, uh, holiday. Not holiday, but like a mythical figure that the Gromble ruined oh, for them. the Tooth Fairy. Yes, yes, the uh, Tooth Fairy. Um, Ickes said uh, he ate this for lunch. Bad pencils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I love looking for costumes in Halloween episodes, and there's the uh, there's a lot of costumes here, both on the streets and at the party. Yeah. Did you guys catch any? Yeah, I mean, I caught a bunch of them. Um, some of the ones that I noticed were uh, vampire, cave girl, lobster, pyramid, carrot, a skeleton, a cowboy, a princess, a witch, an egg, a viking, a clown, a beetle, an adult, and my favorite <laughs> uh, was a clothes hamper. <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the brother yeah, that... was a pirate, wasn't he? Who was the brother? The brother was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the brother. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Were all his buddies or just him? I thought they all were. Hmm. Could be wrong. Well, they think the monsters, like when they come to the door, the lady identifies the monsters as like each their own thing. Do you remember what she identifies, what they, what she thinks they're dressed up as? Oh. Well, we know it was a candy cane, right? Yep. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember the other two. Um, Ickes is a jackrabbit. Oh, yeah. And Crumb just smells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like what the, the husband said when he came to the door. <laughs> uh, bad. Yeah, yeah, something like that. He's like, you gotta get out of that costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the monsters mistake trick or treat for uh, these other phrases. Prick your feet. Uh, that's one of them, yeah. And hold on, I have it. Give me a sec. Prick your meat. Pick your meat. Oh, is it pick? Oh, pick your meat. Yeah. Okay. Um, they play games at the party. Um, there's Bob for the Bob for apples, but then they play another game where they pass around, like you said, the the food. Um, did you happen to see like how they described what was being passed? Hmm. No. There, there was the. Booger. Yeah, pet, the petrified booger uh, of a T Rex. I thought that was creative. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. 
It was there like was silly putty. Yeah. Yeah. There was also uh, the decaying fat of a mongoose. And yeah, crumbs eyes. <laughs> what would you uh, rather touch if you had to like touch one of those? Oh, petrified booger of a T-Rex. A booger? I, I would touch it just like for the joy of it. To, 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 to touch something that was part of a T-Rex? I'm concerned by the silence here. You guys don't want to touch a T-Rex? Uh, yeah, that would be fine. I mean, the booger would be <laughs> fine, you know. Uh, yeah, it would probably be like a rock. Yeah, yeah it would be a rock. Yeah. Uh, well, then, yeah, if it's a rock, I'll touch it. <laughs> well, it's petrified. <laughs> well, it wasn't petrified in their game. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, no, it was Silly Putty. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, did you guys catch the poster that was up in the classroom? No. Monday again. <laughs> and it's like a kid's head or something. Yeah. Um, well, they, you know, uh, Oblina and Crum are lamenting uh, starting Ickes out on Halloween. What day, what, what holiday do they say they should have started him on? Tough one. I don't, I don't know. That'd be Groundhog's Day. Ah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, the teacher in the classroom mentions that the class learned about uh, a different house earlier. Did you catch this? No. Different house. Mm. Like they're learning oh, about people's um, houses. Uh, yeah. Yes, I did. Um, was it like Wanda Vermeer's wraparound condo with a river view? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just remembered that whole thing off the top of your head. No, I wrote it down. Oh, <laughs> I'm coming to play. <laughs> uh it was i mean it was very funny though just like yeah. how specific how hyper specific it was yeah and it was like placed right at the beginning of a cut in the episode so it was just a really kind of like brief funny moment yeah yeah uh did you catch the name of the school they're at yeah j herbert moore elementary very nice um <laughs> though i looked that up and i you know i'm not sure who that was after oh like you can't find anybody that would with that name yeah yeah uh. um i loved this i love when they first get into the monster school and they're like panning across all the different monsters and you know some of them are talking to ickis and crumb and Oblina, um but it's like you just really it's like a showcase for like all the different crazy monsters yeah um and there's a moment where there's a close-up on one of the monster's hairs on his head. Oh, yeah. And they're like, they're like actual characters. Um, yeah, yeah, they're actually emoting. Yeah. Um, and there was also another moment where somebody was like scooping, like using chips or something to scoop the sludge out of another monster's mouth. <laughs> uh, just really weird, gross, cool stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, I also just wanted to mention... Ickes's line <laughs> near the end of the episode when they get back and he's like, he's talking about the grumble and he says he'll never be able to pin this on us. <laughs> um, I just like, uh, I don't know, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, very good. Well, on IMDb, uh, Switching Hour has a 7.8 out of 10. Uh, on TV.com it has an 8.2 out of 10. So, out of five Krebs stars, what did you give The Switching Hour? Um, you know, I went back and looked, and I saw that I gave it a four and a half originally during the mm -hmm. pilots episode. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I'm actually going to up it to a five after watching ah. it this time. Um, I think it's a really great introduction to a new show. And I kind of take it for granted a little bit, I think because I'm so familiar with it. Yeah. But as I was trying to imagine like seeing this for the very first time without having any familiarity with it, um, it just really hit me as like, man, this is really original and really creative in like a lot of different ways. Um, and uh, the animation looks amazing. I just, it's just a really strong, great um, start to a series. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a, it's a great one. What do you think, Melissa? I agree with Andrew. I, I gave it a four and a half out of five. I just, I love a good switcheroo. 
those, <laughs> just love those plots. And then um, just Halloween. I just think they did a good, they did a good job with the Halloween feel of it. Yeah. Like I said, I like watching. It's like every time I go to a restaurant, I have to try their coleslaw. I got to see how they make their coleslaw. It's something I got to do. That's how we have Halloween. I love to see how um, different shows and just uh, writers and animators how they how they depict Halloween, and I just think they did a really good job. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Um, yeah, I gave this one a five too. Um, so pretty pretty close to a perfect score. I told you guys this would be a memorable episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just think like it's um, it pulls off a couple things here. One, I'm always weary of the 24 minute animated series yeah. that typically is in parts. And this one just like flies by. The story is really charming. It's a great introduction to the characters. Um, of course it's set on Halloween. So like, I think that also sets a great tone for the rest of the series that like the show is going to be more in the vein of, uh, like dark comedy and kind of creepy. Um, so I just think it's a bunch of fun. I think it's legitimately funny, like a lot funnier than, you know, some other Nick cartoons. Um, the animation is really impressive. Uh, Like you said, there's a couple shots here that feel, uh, ambitious. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I really love Switching Hour. I think it's, I was thinking about it. It might be, I think, the best episode of Our Real Monsters. I mean, I, I'd have to go back and watch, you know, a lot yeah, of them. I, yeah. I don't remember a lot of them, but uh, I think it's almost even more impressive the fact that like one of, if not the best episode, one of the best episodes was the first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, do you guys want to name the episode? Yep. I called this one Monsters Night Out. Oh, that's a good one. Monsters Night Out. From the VHS tape. You stole it. Oh, is that what it was called? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We got to go to the rule book here. What do you think of Melissa? (laughs) So original. (laughs) Man. (laughs) I hate to be stuck in this. Position. Um, well, if we go around, maybe I'll think of another one by the time we get around. Maybe you're just that creative, like that you came up with something so great that <laughs> I don't know. Even Nickelodeon did it themselves. I probably saw it at some point. It was just lodged into my subconscious. What did you have, Melissa? Um, I have a prick your feet. <laughs> i thought it was cute and then i thought you would have no idea what this episode was about you'd just if you if you didn't know the synopsis you'd be like prick your feet yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's still funny yeah Yeah. very good um well i also had prick your feet but i i came ready with a backup because i suspected that someone could have it uh, wow. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's like the, it feels like what the a, titular line of the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I guess so. <laughs> uh, so I went, my backup here is slimy grubs, um, oh, okay. which is, which is a phrase they use yeah. uh, oh, okay. in the episode. Yeah. That's good. Um, I don't think you need to feel pressure here to change your. You can go with the monsters night out. Well, well, just give me a minute. <laughs> See if I can come up with All something. Right. Here. We'll give you a second How here. About, like little How much monsters? T- <laughs> little monsters. <laughs> monsters Inc. <laughs> How much time you want to give them here, Melissa? Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. Um, okay, this is not good, but um, oh no, I'll go. With, <laughs> I'll go with Monsters Holiday. Okay, just stick with you the know, Monsters Night it's Out. It's better than not Monsters <laughs> Night Out. <laughs> okay, Monster. So Monster Holiday. Yeah. Okay, and what was yours, Melissa? Prick your feet. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. 
and I have slimy grubs. We'll uh we'll post that. <laughs> we'll post that. What? I don't know. I mean, no, I mean, they're good. They're good. They're fine. Oh, you think they're bad? Uh, no. I mean, I don't know. Not our best. It was bad. a tough one to do. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not our best. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll post those on Instagram, and you can tell us which is the least. Uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the least bad. <laughs> yeah, the least bad. <laughs> um, well, before we wrap up, we do have a letter here from a listener. This is from Karuna. Um, and she says, Dear Big Orange Couch Friends, hello. I just started listening to your podcast and I'm loving it so far. I'm rewatch I'm rewatching a lot of the 90s Nick shows as they come available, and hearing your discussions in addition to watching is a lot of fun. I'm still making my way through your episode, so I apologize if this was something you talked about, but are there any Nick uh, Nickelodeon episodes that hit you completely different as an adult? If I, I might share an example. She says, the Rugrats episode Mother's Day leaves me miser- a miserable wreck. Um, even though I understood it was sad as a kid, I didn't have quite the emotion, it do- didn't have quite the emotional pool as it does now. Um, Helga on the couch from Hey Arnold is now one of my favorite Nick episodes, period, and hits me a lot harder now. Helga's experience with Dr. Bliss and more vulnerable depiction of her home life made her so much more of a sympathetic character. While there's a lot more open conversation about mental health now, I think this episode provided an early example to children of how people in therapy aren't, quote, crazy. Therapy can be a healing experience, and there's nothing wrong with seeking it. As someone who has had some great therapists herself and currently works at a child's hospital, I appreciate this episode so much more now. On a lighter note, finding the bits of adult humor in Nick shows that completely flew over my head as a kid are straight gems. For example, Chokey Chicken and Rocco. Really? Heifer yelling, Chewy, chewy Chicken is people? Um... Boris calling Dr. Kevorkian in the home movies episode of Rugrats, and so many more. I also appreciated the tale of the prom queen when I was a bit older and had and had taken an avid, avid interest in urban legends. I believe it's a take on the vanishing hitchhiker's legend and love it so much more for that reason. Sorry if this ended up being a bit long, but I love to hear your thoughts. Looking forward to some episodes. Thanks, Karuna. Um, so the, I guess the big question here is like episodes cool. that have kind of um, mean more to us now as we're older. I don't yeah, know. that's really tough. Um, and those were good, really good examples. Yeah. Uh, and I think, um, you know, I th- I'm right with her on the Mother's Day episode. Uh, yeah. I think it hit me harder watching it this time around. Um, but uh, I think one the one episode that I've mentioned a few times, but uh, what we did on our summer vacation, Pete and Pete, like that has changed with me throughout the years. I feel like, um, yeah, you know, I just as time passes, like I feel just almost even like more connected to it in a way. Um, yeah, it's like I, you know, some shows aren't really geared for it. Like I'm not sure I'm gonna watch an Are You Afraid of the Dark and like feel that it resonates more with me as an adult man you yeah, know yeah. they're just kind of like they're they're like a fun romp but they're not gonna yeah. have that kind of punch yeah. um so i think pete and pete's really geared to that like it's the show that mm-hmm. i think has the most adult themes buried in a kid show uh yeah. so that's why i think it holds up i mean we talked about <clears throat> the last episode before podtober was hard days pete and that's an episode that um, when I watch it now, I realize how much of an impact it had on me, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I liked it when I was a kid, but I actually didn't understand, like, psychologically that that episode may have, like, been really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there are there are episodes like The Call that I feel like as an adult um, are just, like, so beautiful to me. Um, Mother's Day yeah. is a good yeah. example from Rugrats. I know, I know we talked about uh, that one with our friend Brett, not the artist Brett, uh, our old friend Brett, and uh, he was less um, weepy about it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think that's a pretty, that's a pretty moving episode, yeah. um, Mother's Day. For sure. I've, I'm wondering, are we, what, what other stuff are we missing? Like, I mean, Salute Your Shorts doesn't really hit me that way. 
Um, I don't know about the cartoons. There's got to be Dougs. Um, Maybe. Uh, I don't know, like, how emotional I would get on them. Um, there's definitely, like, stuff that I just didn't notice in all of this stuff that we've watched um, years ago, you know? Like, now re-watching them with, like, a more critical eye, uh, all the details come out. Um, it just, it's like a whole different experience. Yeah. Melissa, is there any, like, maybe not an episode, but is there a show that, like, that we've revisited that you feel more connection to now? I'd say probably, I mean, not an episode in particular, but Pete and Pete. Like, I grew up liking it for, like, when I was young, I liked it for certain reasons. But I remember my dad also loved it. And I thought, that's so cool that I like this show and my dad likes this show. And, like, now that I rewatch it to, um, like, do podcast episodes or whatnot, it's funny how I can now appreciate it in the way my dad probably appreciated it at the time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe uh, Dottie's high school reunion from Wienerville. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about um, Mark's mother visit. <laughs> Mark's, who could forget What'd you say? What about 17? 15? Uh, 15. Oh, yeah, 15. <laughs> get, get the hell off this podcast. <laughs> I've never even seen an episode. It's unforgivable. Um, <laughs> oh, somebody um, in that magazine, I think. Yeah. yeah. 15. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, 15 definitely packs a punch for me now, but. You know, for, for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Karuna, thank you so much for, uh, one, uh, listening to us and being so supportive. And thank you for the thoughtful question. Yeah. Very nice email. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that wraps up uh, the switching hour. Uh, good. I'm, I'm very pleased that we've returned to Our Real Monsters. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. That was so much fun. <laughs> Sound that air horn. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, are you just pumped out of your head? I'm not going to be able to fall asleep. Isn't <laughs> I don't know how I will. It's, it's, the, it's that Podtober adrenaline just rushing through <laughs> your brains. Yeah. Brains, your veins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, Andrew, we are not done with Podtober. While we're, we're deep into it, uh, we still Damn. have some ways to go. Uh, what do we have coming up with next? Uh, next time is our second book club, in which we're going to be talking about the tale of the sinister statues. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark. Um, so that should be fun. Yeah. This is another, uh, John Peel classic. <laughs> if you yeah. listen to our, <laughs> if you listen to our first, uh, book club episode, we read, um, Oh God. Restless house. The yeah, restless, restless house. house. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so this is, uh, his next in line, sinister statues. We are going to have just like last time, we're going to have a couple listeners who just, um, I mean, we have just unbelievable listeners. These, these guys like, yeah. you know, they read this book, um, <laughs> including our, our buddy Vincenzo, who is on, um, uh, night shift. He's been messaging me as he's been reading it. And, um, I mean, he's, he, he's finished. He's like, he's ahead of me. I still, <laughs> I still have to finish this thing. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. It's so good. You just want to stretch s- it out. <laughs> That's it. I'm savoring uh, every freaking word. Makes sense. <laughs> I'm trying to decipher John Peel's sentence structures. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that'll be fun. Uh, make sure you tune into our book club. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us as Karuna did at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. Leave us a review. That helps people find us. Um, and Melissa, are you having a good October? I sure am. Yeah. Is Love your birthday it. in October? No, December. Your anniversary? Yes, anniversary. You're right. Nailed it. But it already happened. Um, October. Shoot. 7th. Oh shoot. 
Not happy been, belated. It's just three years <laughs> married to my bestie, but whatever. No, I don't care. <laughs> We're gonna have to get that Gromble costume ready for Max. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job last week on um our verses. Oh yeah. He loves he, always... he loves being on the pod. <laughs> and the people love Max. Well, that was uh, great fun. Um, <laughs> the most fun. I think it's the most yeah. fun we've ever had. <laughs> it might be. You might be right about that. Um, well, we'll see you guys, all you uh, terrifying humans next episode. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, get, you're getting rusty. I really am. <laughs>